0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Don Gringo Opinion or Opportunity Show. I have something quite different for you today. So this is actually going to be the first interview I have ever conducted on this podcast. And um, I have to say it's not a political one. I was approached to have a a very interesting conversation about a concept you all are going to think I'm crazy, but it's called the Flat Earth Theory. And I was uh, privileged to interview David Weiss. He is the previous uh, podcast host of Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole out of New York City. Currently, he's a successful businessman out of Connecticut, and he is the host of the Flat Earth podcast. He has been um, intimately and intensively researching this um, theory for the past six years. And he's also the creator of the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac app. Now, I know what you're saying. You, You think I'm crazy for doing it. And maybe I am. But it never hurts to have an open mind. And I promise you, I promise you, you're going to want to follow this all the way to the end. So as we go through, please leave comments, leave the likes, leave everything you can, and reach out to me, uh, opinion.opportunity at gmail, uh, info at dongringo.com. Or if you want to give it a crack, cracker at dongringo.com. You heard me right, cracker at dongringo.com. But I would love some feedback and let's keep this conversation and the success of the podcast going. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time. So right. Dave this is this is your chance to to teach me something new and convince me that the
1: world is flat Don that that's a tall order my friend thanks for having <laughs> me on first you know we are we are taught that the earth is a ball from before we could speak Sesame Street the teletubbies now I mean all the kids programming if once you see it you it's unbelievable how much there is you go to kindergarten preschool the there's a globe in the front of the class funded by the Rockefellers everything is you know, the global network news, every movie, there's globes everywhere. So it's part of the foundation, ironically, of our entire core belief system. And by the time you're uh, like a, a 10-year-old, uh, it's so indoctrinated into you. And I've tested this. I, I've, I've said to young kids, I say, hey, you want to hear something interesting that they won't tell you at school? I get all their attention. I go, the earth is not a globe it's flat and they absolutely short circuit they freak out and they start throwing every single thing that you're going to throw at me today <laughs> which is well of course we we've known it's a uh, flat for over 500 years you know don't be don't be a moron boats go over the over the curve you know how can the sun set how what about seasons what about day and night uh what about six and shadows with aristophanes all of those questions i had them too
0: well, you know, the first question I actually would pose, and I was thinking about this prior to the show ever happening, was <clears throat> how did the pagans have it right and we have it wrong? That's that's what I want to start with. I mean, you're talking about centuries and centuries and centuries ago, uh, you know, when we're talking about paganism, religion, and whatnot, have you, everyone said the world was flat, and now all of a sudden, here we are today in a modern society where... Supposedly, we have astronauts going into space, landing on the moon, and we're supposedly. taking pictures, and everything's a supposedly. circle. <laughs> uh, I know, supposedly, I know you're going to go there, but I'm just saying yeah. that even photographs from satellites show the world is round. So, let's start off with, let's go with history of it. How about we start with history because we're not talking to kids, we're talking to adults. So, how did we get from A to B? So, where did the
1: history start going off course? So, so what we believe our history is, is all lies. And I've heard this always. And the more I looked into it, the more I've ro- really brought it to, um, to reality. Uh, and it happened actually in, uh, around January this year, or maybe this December or January, my mother was in uh she lives in an old age community and she had injured herself and moved into the healthcare facility. She's 94. And, um, I went down there visiting her and she, uh, I, she was taking a nap, and I asked the nurses, "I go, is anyone here over a hundred that I that has their marbles?" And like, "Oh, Ruth, right over here, sitting in the dining room. She's a uh, and I wanted to interview her about the world's fairs, which I was uh, investigating because everything they tell us about the world's fairs are are a lie, and they don't tell us very much about them.
0: Um, you talking the world I, fairs from like the nineteen twenties and stuff? Like yeah, that, exactly. Where they were talking about future cars and future buildings yes, and everyone's yes, going to be yes. flying and stuff like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that's a whole nother show. We, we could talk about that another <laughs> time, but I was talking to her and I said, Hey, what did they teach you in school? Do you remember? She was so lucid probably more lucid than I am. And she, I said, what did they teach you in school about the earth when, uh, you know, in grade school? And she goes, they taught me the earth was flat. She goes, but then they changed it. You know, when I got into middle school or whatever, a couple of years later, And I go, what did you think about that? And she, she, uh, she's like, you know, I just thought they were, you know, science was advancing. And uh, and when I told her the evidence that we have of flat Earth and the and and the and you know how the globe is a lie, she literally started crying. I have a video on my channel. I'll link it to you later. Uh, It went viral. People mirrored it all over the place. And then people started interviewing other centenarians. And we had talked to, um, you know, so she in Connecticut in the USA. Was taught that the Earth was flat in a public school in Connecticut in the 1920s. We talked to some uh, another woman who, in the 1930s, uh, in Croatia, she was taught that the Earth was flat. Then we found articles, archived articles on microfilm, um, in the 1920s, you know, in in that area of uh, all this stuff about flat Earth, about teachers trying to teach the heliocentric model and being persecuted for it. Okay, and so everything. but my
0: question would be, though, on, on on all that, doesn't science
1: allow for evolution? Evolution? Like the human species evolution? No,
0: I'm talking like, for instance, you know, we start off... Science gets better. Like, yeah, well, yeah, it gets better. So, for instance, like we started 100%. off with penicillin as an antibiotic, but now we're so far down the road that science will say okay, penicillin ain't the best for everything. So maybe flat earth was what we believed because we didn't have the new information.
1: Donna, I'm with you. But uh, it, it they changed it in the 1920s, 1930s and the world wars and the depression and they destroy all the museums. Um, they're destroying our history, but there's still a ton of it that's still here that we can look at. And like these giant cathedrals were built in the 1800s when they had horse and buggies and we could barely do it today with modern modern crane equipment. And so so you look at these things and you start looking at the history, things don't line up. Um, So my point of the whole story was you're telling me, you're asking me how, um, how people hundreds of years ago got it right. I say anything before 1880 is off the table. We have no proof unless you know somebody that's still alive that was back then that can remember it's all off the table. It's all lies. It's his story it's the the people that rule the world write the textbooks. Jumping, jumping really quick, one of the things that people throw out, we've known for 500 years, Aristophanes, the Greek mathematician, figured it out when a sunlight shined down a well, and he knew it was directly over him. 500 miles away, he had a friend who put a stick straight up and down, and the stick had a shadow. Okay, And so by doing some math, he figured out the circumference of the earth within... Um, within 2%. And this is what Carl Sagan taught us on Cosmos. I remember hearing that on Cosmos. I'm like, God, oh, it makes so much sense. And how it could only work on a curved Earth, right? And so he did the math. But what he doesn't realize is we're told that the sun rays, the sun's so far away that all the rays come in parallel. And, and so his math would be right if that was true. But on the flat Earth model, the sun is very small and close, so if you on your desk put up two, you know, pens, stand, stand, two markers, stand them upright and put a, a light like a couple inches over one of them, there'll be no shadow on that one. But the one over here will have a shadow going like that. I can then do some math and tell you how spherical your table is when, in fact, it's flat. Okay, so so we're talking about that and, and
0: this concept, but the other well, question you gotta you gotta roll into this now is, okay, we we're saying supposedly astronauts in space, that's a big thing to keep secret for so long, especially with today's technology. Number one and number two, we everyone's been taught for the longest time that the Earth has a core, right? That the core is what keeps the world spinning. And Beautiful. Keep, <laughs> right. So I'm sitting here trying to. OK, so we look at it from one aspect. Now we're looking at it from another. So,
1: OK, hold on. You're going. You're, you're jumping. You, you're, I got I have answers for all of those. You got to take no, them great. one great. at a time. I'm just, yeah. I'm just one at a time. Going. So wait, let me finish the Aristophanes thing. Here's the funny thing about Aristophanes. He's the most famous uh, mathematician. He figured out the size of the earth. Other mathematicians that came out of that area in the generations and centuries following that wrote books never once mentioned Aristophanes. That's weird. So we started looking in the archives for um, any books that mention Aristophanes. The oldest book that we could find that mentions the Aristophanes' Sticks and Shadows was in the 1980s, and it was in a Rockefeller textbook, okay? So it was inserted into our school system as proof of the globe. There's no proof it ever happened, and nobody has ever reproduced that experiment.
0: So I guess the question that, that leads me, if we're talking about the education and the evolution of this, is you're saying that you know this was something from the 1920s to 1930s that was interjected, but that's a big philosophy change to or give to a culture and <clears throat> not have some ramifications for generations or two. And I'm going to say generations well, or two, so that would be like my father, my grandfather – that would have affected to the point where my grandfather looked at my father and said, you're wrong. I was taught it was flat, and these people are lying to you. And then my father looked look at me and go, I don't know what's right, but you know, that's what they're teaching today.
1: Think about this, though. You know, In the 19, early 1900s, we're just coming out of what I call a Great Reset. And there's very little technology. The printing presses are barely working. So it doesn't matter if we had 100 of us screaming the earth is flat. We're only going to reach the edge of our town. That's it. right? It's not going to go anywhere. But then science, guys in bow ties and, and stuff, come out and say, hey, we've done this. Uh, you know, I'm wearing a lab coat. I know. But really, I'm just a failed comedian. Okay, <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and people believe it. Indoctrination, indoctrination, indoctrination. That's what they do. They put it into the schools. Schools don't teach us to think. They teach us to memorize and regurgitate, right? And so, if school tells you the Earth is a ball and we're going to get into the ball in just one second, um, and then you say it's flat, you go to the principal's office. You get expelled. You get penalized. Okay. And know what they say now? You said earlier, doesn't science always evolve? Well, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Lye, i call them—say um, the science is 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 uh. Is complete. The science is done. We know the Earth is a ball, and they won't even engage in the conversation. That's got to tell you something, right there.
0: Well, I'm but, not sure if it tells me something other than the fact that that's their that's their firm line in the sand because they made their name on it. Type situation, yeah. and I think a lot of people have moved on from the Earth to
1: the stars. Yeah, I mean that's more. Well, important what we're gonna get to there?
0: Explore.
1: <laughs> yeah right Don, we're mean... g- we're gonna get there but a minute ago you talked you talked about um the earth what keeps the earth spinning the molten core so the deepest hole ever dug on a globe or flat earth doesn't matter the deepest hole ever dug is called the great Borehole hole in Russia it was a multi country effort and uh, they got down just short of eight miles when they hit an impenetrable barrier they tried drilling blowing blowing bombs to it they couldn't do anything they tried for years and they couldn't get any farther than this barrier. They don't know what it is, right? And that, that's not in the news. It's not in our textbooks, but you can find the information still online about it. So that is, if you want to do a model of that, that's an apple. And they got halfway through the skin of the apple, okay? And while they were digging that hole, they were using ground penetrating radar and all sorts of technology, sonar. Um, sonar is underwater. Um, to see what they were going to be digging into. And guess what? They were wrong every step of the way. Every step of the way, they were wrong on what they were digging into next. So they only got halfway through the skin of the apple, but somehow they know what a cross section of the earth looks like down to the center. It's all pseudoscience. It's all just, hey, I, I've got a lab coat, I've got a bow tie, and this is what the earth looks like, and that's what keeps it spinning. It's all pseudoscience. It's all religion. <laughs> well, the,
0: well, the only thing I think, which we think we went a little far. <clears throat> What's the only thing we didn't really touch on on the basics of this was I've never I've traveled and I've never seen the end of the world. Right. So <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying I I'm a I'm a guy who was in the Marine Corps, right? I'm a guy who's in business, own my own business, right? I travel yeah. um and I've never <laughs> seen the end of the earth. So um how how do we acknowledge that one? Because being in the military, I, I would imagine that that's something when you're a Marine and you're stationed on the base somewhere else, or you're you're on a float somewhere on a boat or a submarine, you're going to run into that. I might possibly fall off this, no, this into the right. ether somewhere.
1: So, so Don, uh, this is, this is my favorite topic and it's a little, it's, we're going to have a little lengthier discussion on this. I'm going to okay. share my screen here, but for those of you just listening on audio, I'm going to d- be describing what I'm saying but I'm going to sh- share the screen with you so you can uh, see what I'm saying and uh, and maybe even ask more questions. So can you see my screen here? Yeah. So this is uh, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac clock app. I'm going to put a little fast forward on it and you see the hour hand is pinned to the, the sun is pinned to the hour hand and it goes around once every 24 hours. Wherever the sun is, it's noon. Like right now it's noon in Eastern Australia and it's moving around and the The moon, which you can barely see, the moon is right next to the sun because we're going into a, a, a new moon. So you really won't see the sun. Um, if I speed it up, you'll see after a couple laps, the moon will appear on the other side and then the phases will change. The moon marks the months. The, the sun marks the hours of the day and the the sun will lap the moon every 28 and a half days or whatever whatever it is. And that's how the sky works. It's a perfect clock. So... I'm going to slow it down again. So now you see the sun emerging. I mean, the moon emerging. I'm going to slow it down. It's going to reset. And if I turn on the stars, the stars meant, the stars um, mark the season. So the stars are going slightly faster than the sun. And they lap the sun once every 365 and a quarter days. So that's why the sun will be in each one of those constellations for about a month. Um, you know, we're going into... Pisces, I think, is next or whatever. So it'll outrun. So the- basically,
0: ancient, ancient astronomers and um, <coughs> and philosophers actually had it right. Absolutely. But my question you know- is then, what is the world, what is the Earth sitting on, number one? And then uh, is the moon and the sun flat?
1: So... We have to stay on one topic at a time. Okay. I okay. love just, your questions. I mean, no, no. It, I, listen, I was you. And the people, would throw out questions and you never get any of the answers because I want to answer them thoroughly. And you sure. asked me what about the edge. So, so, so now you have an idea of what, the, um, what the, the Earth looks like. Now you see the two yellow lines. The outer yellow line is uh, the Tropic of Capricorn. I'm going to jump the sun out. So now we're in December. And it's over the Tropic of Capricorn, and then six months later, I'm going to jump it back six months. It's over the Tropic of Cancer, and so when it's over the Tropic of Cancer, that's the inner northern lands, and it's our summer because the sun is closer to us. Okay, and when it's out in the Tropic of Capricorn, it's oh, it's it's farther away from the north, right? The north is in the center, and it's the southern summer. Um, if I turn on a compass. So we're going to answer two questions here. One is uh, um, why don't you fall off the edge? And and you've gone around the world, east and west, are circles on a globe or on a flat Earth? Okay, if north is at the North Pole, if you want to go west 270 degrees, you go. You have to make a circle equidistant from wherever you are around the pole, around the North Pole. That's the same on a globe. It doesn't prove the globe. It doesn't prove flat earth. You can go east and west. I've done it myself. I've gone from California. I flew around to Japan. You can go over. And then you can come back the other way, China, over Africa, and bam, you're back home, and you think you flew in a straight line, but you flew in a circle, okay? And that is the truth on a ball earth and a flat earth. But you my question also here go, is on
0: this flat earth, it's still, it's still circular in nature, <coughs> Right? So on Correct. this on this this globe, i not I'm not gonna call it a globe, on this flat earth representation here, um yep. we're saying north is the north pole, right? Yep that's north no matter
1: what. No matter and what. So think of Antarctica? it as a think of it I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the whole thing and we're gonna talk about Antarctica too. The north is a magnetic north. Some we're we're not allowed to go there, but some people believe there is a magnetic mountain there. That would explain why compasses point to the north on a flat Earth. You can use your ball Earth explanation too. That's fine. I'm okay with that. And
0: so, so, clarify, so hold on. What, what, let me let me let me no, finish. No, no. I want and, you
1: to clarify a statement real quick. You said that we're not allowed to go there. Why? Um, be, I'll t- because we'll figure out that the Earth is misdescribed. It's so more. What not stops us? I'll I'll, I'll I'll go there too. You're asking great. No, no, I
0: just, you made a a statement. I just want to make sure we clarify why we can't get there.
1: So, well, one, we've all saw, so I'll I'll jump forward. We all saw in elementary school or junior high or high school, whatever, the the National Geographic documentary of the guys that went to the North Pole with their dogs and their sled. You, You remember that? Sure. We all saw that. And- It got colder and colder and windier and windier and darker and darker. And they were running out of food and the dogs were freezing to death. I think they had to eat one of the dogs or something. It was just crazy. And then they got there and it's like 40 below zero, blowing wind, dark. And they're like, hey, we're here. And now we got to work our way all the way back. And that's kind of where it ended. Basically what that did is it trained everybody to say – I never want to go there. Nobody wakes up and says, Hey, let's go to the North Pole. It's horrible. It's horrible there. So, what's at the North Pole? I don't know. Planes aren't allowed to fly over it. That's interesting. But what's more interesting is Antarctica. We'll get there in a second. Let me let me finish the so so millions of people have circumnavigated east or or, or, you know, west or east, going around the earth. You can even go from you know America, you can go north, pass over Alaska. And then while going without turning, all of a sudden you're going south, okay? Because you've passed the North Pole. South is every direction away from the magnetic center. So wherever you are, your, your compass is going to point to the center. And if you put your back to the center and walk, you're going south. South is this way. South is that way. South is every direction away from the center. And this is how compasses work. Compasses don't work on a globe Earth. Compasses don't work in Antarctica, by the way. Um, so so we 'll get there what 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 has never happened is nobody has ever gone south and come back nobody 's ever gone down i me turn off the compass here whoops um, nobody 's ever gone down and come up like off of Santiago, gone over Antarctica, and then popped up over in in uh, in Australia no one 's ever done it. Um, Well, wait a minute. Someone's had to have
0: done it. So so hang on. Nations that have uh, exploration stations on Antarctica.
1: Yeah. So we're going to talk about that in a second. The last person that supposedly did it is a guy named a royal guy named Colin O'Brady. And then the guy before that was some other royal guy. And they they're not shy. They show us their course. Right. So they went like from America. I think one of the courses was like from from America. They went down to Santiago, Chile. They went to Antarctica. They went to a point, and they turned around, and they came back up. They went all the way up to the north, went around the North Pole, and then came back to America, and they said that was circumnavigation. That is not circumnavigation. Circumnavigation no, no. is going from Santiago, Chile, and showing up in Australia, or going from you know um, Johannesburg, South Africa, and popping up in New Zealand. Okay, That would be circumnavigation going south. Nobody's ever done it. No plane has ever done it. Nobody has ever done it. So you're telling me, like
0: a lot of these people who sail around the world or fly around the world, have actually never actually flown around. They just flown in a big circle.
1: They've th- absolutely, and that by the way, that, it, that that's not that works on a ball too. Now there, there's the Antarctic race, these the, the sailboats that um, it's called the Southern Race, and basically they're going at a latitude uh, around sixty degrees, which is. You know, if you measure it and the the speeds that they go, you can't confirm the speeds that they go. It all makes sense on a flat Earth. Here's the problem. So this white ring here is the shoreline of Antarctica. Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. They don't teach you that in school. okay? so we live in the Antarctic Basin. So all the world's oceans are really one ocean. It's one big pond. And Antarctica is the raised shoreline around the world ocean. Then inside the world ocean, you have all of these islands, all of these islands, and they're the continents. Okay. North Pole's in the center. You can go round and round and round, round and round and round, east or west. But if you keep going in a straight line in any direction, you're going to be going south. You're going to hit the shoreline of Antarctica, which some people call the ice wall. Not the Game of Thrones, but when you get to Antarctica, there's a 200-high-foot cliff, about that, and then an ice plain that goes for hundreds of miles. And then there's a mountain range taller than Mount Everest, okay? So the actual goes, tallest mountain in the world is not Mount Everest, it's in Antarctica. It's the, it's the Antarctic Mountains that surround the entire world, okay?
0: Okay. Now, now I just got to throw this out there because yes. recent recent discoveries have said that there's actually settlements in, in, in Antarctica buildings things so, that have
1: been found in the ice. So so we, we can get into that in a, in a moment. Um I believe that there that, that climate change I I believe and again, but I have to say this every time, anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica or above cruising altitude of an airplane is speculation. Because we can't go up there. We can't touch it. Um, let's talk about the Antarctic. We can fly above the, the actual shoreline of Antarctica. There's stations nope. in Antarctica. no, nope, nope. You can't. So the, the Antarctic Treaty was made in 1957. 50 some odd countries all signed on. Russia. It doesn't matter what wars were going on, what disagreements in the world, fighting over oil. None of that mattered. We must save the penguins and the ice. Nobody could drop a cigarette butt on the ice or else it'll ruin pristine Antarctica. This was in 1957 before conservationism was even a thing. No one even knew about it at then. But that's been in place. No corporation, no person is allowed to even question it until the year 2043. That's strange. But meanwhile, we can deforest the Amazon, the old growth rainforest, and plant palm oil trees. Okay. Something's wrong here. So so you could say, well, how are they going to guard all of that? If the flat earth is true, why did you just go? Well, even logistically, people have tried and boats have been sunk. People have been jailed. But even if you wanted to, GPS doesn't work down there. It's cold, it's dark, and the compasses don't work over there, and there's no place to get gas. Um, well, you know, si- you, you're saying
0: that, but as a, as a person who served in the Marine Corps, one of these special duties mm-hmm. the assignments in the Marine Corps is called an Antarctic float. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not
1: like we don't get down there. So, my, I so mean, let, let's talk about that. There's about 15 different companies, tourist companies, that people can go to Antarctica. Thousands of people go every year. It costs a minimum of $10,000, you know, $20,000. You get to go for three days. You basically get to go to the shoreline. They show you some penguins, then they take you maybe a little farther out south. They show you a pole in the ground. They tell you it's the South Pole, but it's really just a pole in the ground. You have no way to verify it because everything's white and can't really identify <laughs> anything. And you have no GPS.
0: Right, shifting and, landscape because of the snow and the wind.
1: Yeah, and and, and that's it. So the Ant- Antarctica is the answer to what's going on. And there's been whistleblowers that have come out of it that have worked in Antarctica that talk about something called sky ice, where it's this deep blue ice that doesn't melt. It just shrinks. And it's so cold um, that they can't take it anywhere to test it because it melts. There's no way to keep it cold enough um, before it just shrinks up and disappears. And it's, it's literally sky blue in color. So on the flat Earth model, many people believe, including myself, there's some sort of dome separating us from... What they call space, I think it's more like water, and that it's frozen. Uh, but it could be an energetic thing. It could be made to something completely different. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. But you're but hinting
0: at that that human human society worldwide is possibly just some experiment from some other
1: society. Well. Yes, yes and no. I, I I don't believe that, you know, all of these countries like Russia and the United States, they're buddies. There's no Cold War. It's all nonsense to divide us and separate us and take our power away. Um, it's all to build the military industrial complex. It's all to to keep us believing that we live on a ball. And I'm going to I'll answer that question because there's so many questions I want to answer before sure. that. But why the lie is going to be the big one. And we're going to we're going to do that closer to the end. So Antarctica has got this treaty. Um, I have, we have videos. We have a documentary we did. It's 35 minutes long. Anyone that watches that will never, ever say, well, why don't you just go? How are they going to stop you? Because this shows you. I mean, if you want to explore Antarctica, it costs you hundreds of thousands of dollars in application fees. Then they deny you and you don't get your refund. OK, <laughs> that's that's the easy part. That's the easy part, and it gets more complicated from there. It's it's unreal what they've done, and Antarctica again. Everyone's like, "Oh, I don't really want to go there," you know, um, because it's miserable and cold, and um, there's so much, so many secrets in Antarctica. So, well, with the digital
0: age today, and I'm not, I'm not saying for the purpose of proving this right or wrong, but I would think that in the information age today, that it's kind of hard to to keep that lie for so long. And, and wouldn't the first person to bring it to light be, you know, more powerful in that aspect of the truth, more believable if they can actually say, Hey, listen, this has been going on. Here's the proof. And, you know, uh, we're the first country to embrace it since say 1920.
1: You know, Gaddafi, I believe Gaddafi was trying to do that. It didn't work out. What, so well was for he? him. Yeah. It didn't <laughs> work out so well for him. He, he discovered pristine, uh, um, what we call primary water below the desert. You ever hear of the great man-made river? No. Didn't, right? So Muammar Gaddafi, when looking for oil, hit what's called primary water. It's the water that um, I believe supports the earth below us. And he uh, it's a it's pristine, perfectly ancient water. And he started uh, building an aquifer system uh, through the deserts. You know, they literally, pipes is so big you could drive trucks through them. And he built it. It took him 40 years and he was... Any, anyone that wanted to open up a, a, a farm, he gave them land, water, tractor, seeds, cattle, everything they need. And it, organic farms were popping up all over Africa. Gaddafi was going to feed all of Africa. OK, this doesn't work into the New World Order plan. And so you know what they did when he finished it? The U.S. and other forces went over and blew it up with depleted uranium bombs. OK, it, it's the saddest story ever and then if you look at the people in, you know, people like, well, he was a murderous guy. He would rape women. These are all stories. OK, it's almost, it's really hard to find his U.N. speech and get a proper translation of it. But he predicted everything that's happening now. He said they're going to do this. They're going to have a virus. They're going to take over the world. They're going to lock you down. And that's when they shut him up. OK, he didn't play with the petrodollar. He sold oil for uh, he wanted to sell it for gold dinar. And he gave all the profits from his oil to the people in his country. He had the wealthiest company. Those people loved him. When he would go down the street, he could walk down the street. He would drive and stand up out of his, wind, out of his sunroof, you know, and people would, would praise him. And we were told, oh, they're praising him because he'll chop their head off if they don't. Okay, But doesn't people- that raise, raise the...
0: Well I wanna say raises two 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 one speculation actually two speculations so i wanna sit there and say that you know first off that you no know, if if the if the the world is doing this in order to keep a world order this is going to turn into a worldwide revolt at some point because it has to once the truth comes out, right?
1: Do you see what's going on in the world right now? I mean, do you see how they're locking us down? Many of us believe it has to do with the flat earth awakening. There's millions and millions of us across the, across the plane that are waking up to this. And here's the funny thing, Don, I don't know how conspiratorial you are. And I hate that word, but, um, I used to do a podcast called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, where we examine things like uh the thing that happened in New York and I want to say it depending on where this is running and censorship, thing that happened in Connecticut and Boston and all of a sudden uh flat earth you know was was came into the play, and I really didn't want to even look into it but when I woke people up to other conspiracies, they, were, they still went to work. They still were like, ah, and they forget about it. But when you wake someone up to flat earth, all of a sudden they can see. All of a sudden they realize they don't have to give their authority away to the ruling elite. They have no power over us. So the reason that they, they want to keep us believing in what we believe, believe that we're on a spinning ball, lost in space, spinning you know, out of control, um, is because we're disoriented. We don't know who we are. We don't know what our true power is. Um, but don't you, you think? Know. But
0: don't you think if the truth came out and 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 say your truth is the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be a unifying factor worldwide? That oh, all of it a sudden, certainly is. It certainly is. I mean, all of a sudden, it's not United States of America. It's not. United States of uh, or USSR, it's all of a sudden it's you know we're all in this one little um, pool together at some point and there's
1: no way out, so you better learn to live with each other. Don, that is exactly why they need to keep this a secret because this is their most important secret. This is why they have the fake space programs. This is why they 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 have the Antarctic Treaty. They this they are sent you know you can go on youtube and look up stuff about bigfoot or uh aliens it's all over the place but flat earth they're censoring the crap out of it you can't find the good (laughs) stuff on flat earth because they don't want people to know people were waking up faster than they thought they would and they're shutting it down it's really my my concern my
0: concern here is this though i mean it, it it's very difficult in today's society with cameras everywhere, recording devices everywhere, mm-hmm. including the one that's in our hand at any given time, mm-hmm. to keep that secret for so long.
1: Well, You're talking the that-
0: one century as of this year. If you say 1920 was the time they, they changed it. Yeah. You're talking 100 years and you're talking evolution in digital and um,
1: digital media. Done. I- I'm with you. But here's the thing is, if they let people go, how are you going to know that the Earth is uh, um, flat? Here, think about this. All of your God-given senses tell you that you're flat and stationary, okay? Um, but they tell us that we're spinning, and we believe it because they told us and we have no proof. This image behind me is showing what our solar system is doing. The Earth is spinning at over a 1,000 miles an hour at the equator. That's faster than the speed of sound. So when you watch a sunset... You have to believe that you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound. And that's making the sun appear to set. We're also orbiting around the sun at 66,600, interesting number, miles per hour around the, the Earth. Okay. Around, around the sun. Okay. That's, so we're orbiting the sun, but the moon is orbiting us. The sun right. is 400 times bigger than the moon, but 400 times farther than the moon. That's why they look like the same, pl- same, same size. But then you watch the sun rise and set and you watch the moon rise and set. They look like they're the same size. They take the same path. But you have to believe what I just told you. Not only are we spinning at 1,000 miles per hour, orbiting at 66,000 miles per hour, we're chasing the sun at over a half a million miles an hour flying through space at over half a million miles an hour. And that entire system is moving sideways at 1.2 million miles per hour. Okay. But, but somehow, you know, while all of that is going on, you know, the, all of our senses tell us that nothing is moving. You know, all of our senses tell us that we're still and stationary and you can have perfectly glass lakes reflecting mountains where we're curving around a curve. By the way, if you're going 500 miles an hour in a straight line, in a car, you can drink water, you're fine, you can light a candle. But as soon as you start taking a turn, and that's what the spinning and orbiting and all the motions are, they're circles, um, things are gonna slosh all over the place. But we have calm, beautiful lakes, okay? Perfectly glass. All of your common sense tell us that you're flat and stationary, and only nonsense tells us otherwise. So my
0: question would be then that if if you're if you're going to say that uh, this is this is flat, this is this is the reasons why it's flat. So basically, the space program worldwide, worldwide mm-hmm. space programs, are nothing more than money ciphers in order to
1: keep everything quiet. Well, you know, NASA gets uh, well. They take sixty-five million dollars a day from us to fund NASA. I don't believe that NASA really gets that money because. You know, it was hard one for me to swallow. But when you look at the evidence, that these rocket ships make absolute no sense. I mean, no human could survive the acceleration that they supposedly go in six or seven minutes. They go from zero to seventeen thousand five hundred miles an hour, or sometimes they say twenty-five thousand miles an hour. That's like increasing speed uh, on some of these burns, where you're going from zero to three hundred every like five seconds no human body could do that but with that being said though when you think about it though there is this this current
0: space race with all these different private companies in conjunction with nasa at this point right you don't think someone like elon musk is just wasting hundreds of billions of dollars trillions of dollars for what i mean what's what's the end goal
1: have you looked into elon musk did you look at his tesla in space did you, did you see that? No, I, I actually
0: haven't seen Tesla in space. I got to be honest with you. I, yeah. didn't, I, was, so th- I thought th- it was about a little this. ridiculous to send it into space to yeah. begin with.
1: Think, so if you analyze it and look at the footage, it's so fake, it's unbelievable. Even Elon Musk at the press conference says, you can tell it's real because it looks so fake, quote, unquote. Okay? <laughs> you can tell it's real because it looks so fake. But you can also tell it's fake because it is so fake. You know, the urch was glitching out. Um, so... You send, you send your car into space. You have car dealerships all across the world. Don't you think you'd have that poster in every single shop? Don't you think it would be on the cover of National Geographic, Time Magazine, Newsweek? It was never on any magazine cover. There's no photos of it. There's no advertisements. There's nothing. There was no logos on the car. It's all bull <laughs> OK, but we still have to figure out why they're
0: getting so much money to send not, rockets in the air. To- they're not. They're not.
1: They're telling us it's this much
0: money. Well, wait a minute. You can, I, listen, I lived in Florida for a while. You can go over to Cape Canaveral and you can see yeah. a
1: rocket lift off. I mean, that's real. I mean, those rockets. So, so check. You, you never can get within 10 miles of them. But yeah, you can see them. They're big enough. Um, but if you watch them, they go up and they go out over the Bermuda Triangle. And then within one minute, you're looking at a CGI on, on the, on the, on the television. And they just crashed into the ocean. There's a place, uh, I forget the name of it. Um, There's a place out in the ocean where it's a NASA It's known as the NASA junkyard where all these rocket bodies are at the bottom of the ocean. Okay. And no one's like, it's a Puget Island or something like that. I forget the name of it, but um, somebody just did a video on it the other day. It, uh, Once you look at this, if you look at the space station, you know, and I've seen the space station, I've tracked it. Oh, there it is. It went across my sky in two minutes. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. But if you, if you, we have thousands of videos of them faking what's going on on the inside, where they're hanging from wires and their wires get caught up or their CGI overlays when they're floating things in space. Sometimes they disappear and then they reappear in a different position or somebody's hand goes through somebody's face. Okay. Okay. This is because they're not even in the same room half the time when they're interacting with each other. They're in green screen studios in Hollywood. It's all fake. It's it's unreal. How so Hollywood. So Hollywood's a perpetrator of this. Of this. Oh, Hollywood is the you know is the biggest uh, deceiver you know for brainwashing um, as it goes. Look here. I'm in the space station. Look, I'm floating. <laughs> I'm in space. And now I have a green body stocking that my, I can have someone come in and then float things around and I can touch them and they go, woo. And we do it. And my budget was $14. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and look, I'm floating and people like I did this. Some people even believe this. It's ridiculous. Right. It's And look at them in space. They're always like this. They have big belts on. We've caught them hanging from harnesses. They, they also, they're, whenever they're flipping something around, it's not a real thing. It's virtual reality. They have contact lenses in it that show them where it is. And a couple times they've missed the pass off. And the guy still had it in his hand. And the other guy took it and put it away. And he had <laughs> nothing in his hand. So here's the thing. You catch them doing it once you know something, you know they're lying. And then you unwind the whole thing and it all comes apart. But we've caught them thousands of times. And at the, I'm gonna, you know, the app that I showed you, that's my app, It's got, and I created it because of the YouTube censorship. I created it so people can find the real information. Like if you said, hey Dave, send me a video on the fake moon landing. I sent you a video. As soon as that video is done, YouTube is gonna suggest autoplay a whole bunch of propaganda videos. OK, and they're going to derail you and they're going to confuse you and they're going to make you give up from looking. The app, what it does is every day there's a new video, a featured video every single day that shows up on the app. And it and there's short ones during the week, longer ones in on the weekend. And then when you're done with that video, that's all, it's all you have to watch. I tell people, take the Flat Earth App Challenge, um, watch one video a day for two weeks and you'll know the earth isn't a globe. But what happens? but some people will watch it and then it'll suggest other videos. The app will suggest, not the Google, YouTube algorithms. But what happens is people email me go, hey, I saw you on the Don Greco show. I thought you were an idiot, but I spent the 2.99 for your app um, because I wanted to take your challenge. And uh, I didn't want to wait for every day for another video. So I hit the archive button, which has all of the videos for the last two years. And uh, I haven't slept in two days. I hate you. The earth is flat. Now what do I do? My family thinks I'm an idiot. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that, that's, and I say welcome to reality. What I tell people is when you take the challenge, don't talk to anybody about it. Don't tell your friends what you're doing because you're going to get so excited once you see it. You're going to start saying stuff and you're not going to be able to have all the answers and they're going to embarrass you. Well, you know, the, the
0: thing here I still get at is why the lie for so long? What's the benefit of the lie? Other than other than the usual money and power, right? Yeah. Other than the usual money and power, which in itself could be enough. I'm not.
1: Yeah. It's, not it's not just money and power. So on the app, there's the little question mark. You see the, the you got the buttons there. The question mark is uh, brings you up to the top 21 questions. Like, you know, as you asked, where's the edge or uh, what, what about gravity? And there's all these videos, but why no, the lie? I didn't get into gravity. That's a good yeah, question. Yeah, we'll, that... we'll get into that. But why the lie? So if I click why the lie, up comes a video about why the lie. And if I hit the little down arrow, these are all unbelievable videos about why they would lie. So I'm going to tell you why they would lie. They would lie because if you don't know who you are, where you are, or what you are, if you don't know that you're a... a powerful soul having an experience a physical experience here on earth and you think that you're just a random speck on a, out of trillions of other specs that happened when nothing exploded and then everything coalesced and some made rocky planets and some made gassy stars and those stars gravity grabbed the planet and then everything worked out perfectly and lightning struck and created an amoeba that turned into a fish that grew legs that climbed out of the water, found another fish that grew legs, had sex at a monkey, and that monkey had a retarded <laughs> baby that was a human. Like you, if you believe that, you can believe that, you know, walking down out in the street in the sun on a beautiful day, some crazy coronavirus is gonna make you sick. Like that somebody leads, walking That leads to the, the
0: speculation, street. Dave. You can't leave it like that. It leads yeah. to the speculation of, okay, so
1: Big Bang isn't real. So what is real then? What is the so, origin? So he, here's the thing. I, I, there's so much that we don't know. Before I got into Flat Earth, I was you know, researching lots of things, and I'd be listening to podcasts, and I'm like, wow, this guy's great, great information, great information. And then he'd bring out the Bible. He'd mention Jesus. He'd mention Muhammad, something. And I'd be like, that's it. Bam, tune it off, delete everything he said, and I and I would unsubscribe. And that's, that's who I was. But then when I finally was forced to look into Flat Earth, and I said, okay, that's it. I'm going to prove the globe. This is how you become a flat earther. You try to prove the globe. Once you understand what the globe model is, you're like, holy crap. And then you realize the earth is intelligently designed. It's designed. We are the center of creation. We're not a random speck lost in space. So then you say, okay, there's a creator. Now, that conversation can go a thousand different ways. All right, well, do worry
0: about the creator for another show for me. Yeah, yeah no, no.
1: I, I'm not going to even answer that but, because but I, I don't know. But I want
0: to get back into something else that you yeah. did touch upon. Now, the other thing you did touch upon was the moon and the sun circling a flat earth. Yes. So what keeps the moon and the sun circling a flat earth, right?
1: Yeah, so the moon, <laughs> is, the, the moon is the most mysterious thing out there. And, and again, the app has, has some videos on it that can answer that. But the, I'm trying to, trying to think of a way to explain it. So if we live, I, I, this is what I believe. And again, as I said earlier, it's anything that's above you know, where we fly and beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is speculation. And we've done experiments. If you get a glass dome, you can buy them on Amazon, a little glass right. dome. And you hold a pen light above it and you move the pen light across at the same height, you'll see inside that dome what looks like a perfectly ball sun that goes up, rises, and sets, and then disappears, just like we see here on Earth. So my belief is that the moon and the sun that we see, for lack of a better word, are projected into the Earth system. All of the lights in the sky that we see are within the Earth system, the Earth is the foundation, is the basement of the universe. I don't have the right words to describe it. Right, so
0: basically, we're, again, we're, we're like one of these experiments that happen to be here for, for someone for some reason mm-hmm. that we don't know. And again, it's them taking care of like we would water a plant or feed and water a, a, a pet a pet. You know what I mean? Is what based not in those well, exact terms. I'm not trying to turn anyone I mean, off or, or misrepresent what you're saying, but right like you said, there's no good way of explaining it other than the fact that there's something else out there that we're in in this type of
1: if, if you're environment a religious person, for a reason. If you're a religious person, you believe in God, um, the God could be presiding over the earth. I, I do my podcast, the Flat Earth Podcast. My co-host is a Bible I don't call him a Bible thumper because you would never even know that he's a Bible guy unless you started talking about the Bible. So he's not one of those aggressive Christians, but he's a super Christian and and he knows the Bible inside and out. And I never lead with the Bible. He leads with the Bible. I lead with the science. And there's a Bible verse that supports everything. You know, in in Genesis, it says God separated the waters from the waters and created a firmament to keep them separate. And he created the earth. Then he created the sun. All of that lines up with the flat earth again i don't know uh, I, I i can't vouch for the bible you know i have my beliefs in it but again those are things that are that i can't look at today
0: no and, it- and, I, and I get that for me though I, I mean i was i was baptized catholic i was an altar mm-hmm. boy the whole nine yards and, I've, and i as i grew up i became more agnostic than atheist because it's hard to believe that there's nothing out there with everything going on but um yeah, that's what keeps me a little bit open-minded because I'm still searching for my my one answer. But it's just, it's I'll tell you what, it makes you what you have going on definitely makes you think, and I would definitely want to keep this conversation going. That's for sure. I mean, it's <laughs> definitely. It's, I mean. <laughs> It's not something that I can sit there and say, No, I can't see what you're saying. I can see what you're saying, but I need to I need to buy it is what I, what I really well, mean. To...
1: Again, the ball earth has an advantage over the flat earth. The ball earth you could just say, I believe, I got it, I believe it, and you're done. You can go drink some beers, watch a movie. But the flat earth, it takes time and effort. I've been researching flat earth every single day, day and night for six years now. Okay? And so I I know more about the globe than the people that defend the globe. Um, But as far as the Bible, you know, you you say you were raised a Catholic. If you go in the app and you hit the web button, um, the second from the bottom right, biblical flat earth, you hit that and bam, we have we have all of these videos uh, that that give you tons of biblical flat earth information. Uh, It's it's quite revealing. But so it's a it's a plethora of information um you know on there so again i people say where do you where do you get your information youtube you know that's no place to get information from and that's that's nonsense youtube is like life there's people that know stuff people that are idiots there's everything is on youtube name something that's on youtube that's not on youtube you can't everything's on youtube i don't right? know i
0: mean i use it for a lot of things i gotta be honest that's why i'm on it myself is because yeah, yeah
1: so so i'm just saying youtube is just a database uh where you can find information unfortunately they're hiding flat earth that should make you suspicious so are uh, maps accurate or not no they're not the globe oh my god no no but, not so- the globe
0: not the globe i'm asking yeah. about geography as is, is the maps t- uh
1: Topography is topography accurate though. You know, in but landmasses are accurate um, when you're when you're looking at um, you know like the United States, you can use that. But going the United States to um, to you know other countries, no, it's not accurate. And uh, and the, the airlines, do you know that all flight routes are controlled by NASA? All flight routes are controlled by NASA. Right? Check this out. Here's the flight route from Santiago, Chile, uh, all the way up to to, uh, Australia. It goes all the way north across the United States and then all the way down to to um, to Australia. You see that big arch when, in fact, they could have just gone across Antarctica or stayed at their 55 degrees south latitude, gone around the short way, which is a third of that distance um, and gotten there. But they can't because that's not the layout of the Earth. This is the layout of the Earth. And those same flame routes are a straight line. There's a straight line. Well, that would that's, definitely make things easier. Yeah, well, that, that's how it works. And then, you know, there's, there's um, wind patterns that they don't even know. Here, here's a, an amazing flat Earth proof for you. Let me show you this. Um, the, the, um, all right, where are we going? The... I have to go back to the app for a second. So above us, the earth is supposed to, the, the ball earth is spinning at uh, a thousand, uh, a thousand miles per hour at the equator. Okay. So if you go into, um, into the app, there's uh the top button will bring you to the current winds. And if I set it for 40,000 feet, these are the winds at 40,000 feet. These white and pink areas are winds that are two to three hundred miles per hour. That's at 40,000 feet. But think about this they're spinning on the ball eastward. Okay. That means that they're outrunning the spin of the earth. Right, You have to believe that if the Earth is spinning, all of the air is being held on by gravity. The higher up air would have to spin faster just to keep up with the Earth, the ground, because it's making a bigger circle. But it's outrunning the spin of the Earth. That right there proves to you that something else is going on. Something else entirely is going now, on. Now, what about water currents? So, so water currents and, and jet streams are, are another huge huge deception um i'm thinking if i have the graphic handy oh yeah so here the you know how they always show us the jet stream it's the one on the right where the jet stream goes up to like Greenland and it goes down it goes up and it goes down and it's like why does a ball make it do that but they gave us some willy-nilly excuse you plot those things on a flat earth they make perfect circles okay so what is more likely that their crazy cockamamie jet stream just by chance converts to a perfect circle on the flat earth map that they use for navigation airplanes ships have been using it for hundreds of years or that the circle is the fake one and it creates that crazy up and down it it, it makes no sense it's just so hard to believe
0: that people would buy it for so long i mean we're talking well, a century i, I i'm with I you mean, and guess talking, what I'm a say lot of not people overnight not an overnight term but pretty
1: much what a 10 th- year period where people it, Don, have adopted the theory, Don? Think about it. They, they don't, people don't even know that they don't know. They don't know what's look, people don't know that, um, what the model is here. And, and by the way, I'm going to ask you questions that I had sure. no idea the answer when, so don't think I'm picking on you because no. I had no idea when people ask me, How far away is the sun? I don't know. Right, it's, of of it's, course, it's but millions of miles away. Right, right. So they they keep changing it. It was three million. It was seven million. It was thirteen million. It's ninety three million for the last. I don't know uh, since NASA started. Okay, Nin- ninety three million miles away. Okay, that's far. Okay, that that's <laughs> yeah. unbelievably far. Um, and that's why the, the 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 sun rays come in straight because it's so far away. But if you go up on a cloudy day, and you know when the sun is moving over clouds, you look at the sun rays; they're, they splay out like the sun is right above the clouds. I mean, it it makes no sense. But think about this: in the heliocentric model, the Earth is the uh, is is a one of those big yoga balls, and no, the sun is one of those big yoga balls, and the Earth is a BB, right? That's the right. scale that we're told. Right. So you, um, if, the, if the sun was just a mile over your head, it would fill the entire sky horizon to horizon, right? It would be gigantic. Right. You wouldn't be able to see anything else but the sun. Then you move it 93 million miles away, and it becomes the size of a dime held at arm's length. You with me? I'm with you. Okay. Okay. If I doubled that distance, it's got to keep getting smaller because it just went from the entire sky to the size of a dime. If I doubled the distance, could you see it? Before you answer that, I'm going to say, let's just make it easier. If I eight times the distance, do you think you could see it? No. Of course not. The angular size would be way too small um, and your eyes just couldn't, um, couldn't perceive it. Well, the close that, that distance, eight times the distance is a light hour. Okay. Okay. They tell us that the closest star that we see is four and a half light years away. Okay. Not a light hour, right? Not a light day, a week, uh, four and a half years. Okay. You have to, and and we can see it with our naked eye. That doesn't make any sense. Then you start implying things like the inverse square law of light. It's impossible because every time you half the distance to something, the light has to be four times brighter. uh, if you double the distance, if you well, have the distance. They, don't
0: they teach you that, that the, the, a lot of the suns that you see in the stars, I mean, it's going to be that are stars, makeup stars are obviously so far away that what you're seeing isn't actually real today. But it doesn't matter.
1: You can't see that far. There's, Your eyes okay. can't yeah. see. Right. You, it, again, I'm slowly done. You are, you're having what I had. I'm telling you, you I, I do not at the end of the show. Don't say to me, <laughs> I think you're right. Say to me, holy crap, I've got some researching to do. No, I'm, I'm
0: going to tell you right now that I'm not going to say you're right, but I'm definitely right. not going to say you're wrong because the one yeah. thing that I always look for, no matter what I'm talking about, is is there facts to back it up? I mean, is there some truth? I mean, and don't get me wrong. I mean, like you pointed out, there's a lot of things that we're taught that are somebody else's truth. But just because you perceive it to be real doesn't mean that it's actually real because now you got to back it up with some type of facts. And if they're facts where you go, well, you know, this is what I mean, because this is what I think. Well, then that's not facts. I mean, let's face it. So I I get what you're saying, and I definitely will look into it. I mean, I'll probably be one of the first ones after after doing this, download the app and take a look. I mean.
1: (laughs) And again, the app will give you the access to the information that you need. Um, I, I quit my job to do this full time. And luckily for me, the app is, uh, making it so I can do that. So that two ninety nine dollars is well spent. You're buying me a, a, almost a half a beer. I appreciate that. <laughs> well,
0: next time I make it home to New England, I'll tell you what, I'll buy you a real beer. That's not a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I but while we do this, why don't we pick up next week where we ended off here? And okay. let's, this is a lot to digest. This is about an hour. This is a lot to digest. Um and what we'll do is let's let's plug the app one more time. I'll, I'll make so, sure we put it in the, the description below, but plug yep. the app one more time.
1: So it's the Flat Earth Sun Moon and Zodiac Clock app on Google Play and and Apple Apple uh, iPhone. But if you just search Flat Earth Clock or even Flat Earth it's a top hit. Um there's a knockoff which is really horrible, um, <laughs> done by some globe trolls. Uh, on the Google Play Store, but mine is by Blue Water Bay, if you want to know. Mine's $2.99. There's no ads or anything. It's a one-time fee. When you get the app, there is a little pop-up that pops up and says, would you like to subscribe for 99 cents? You Zero waiting time. You X that out. It goes away, and it only shows up once every 24 hours. You do not have to subscribe unless you wake up every day, grab your phone to see what's next on the app. And after a month or two of that, you're like, <laughs> I think you could afford the ninety nine cents. Okay. Yeah,
0: ninety nine cents over
1: thirty days, not that big of a deal, right? I mean, seriously. It's, but it's, uh, no, absolutely. But, but again, you still get everything without that. And it's not like you have to wait for an ad to play. It pops up, you can click it out. Less no, than no, one But second. let's
0: let's be let's be real about it though. I mean, everyone who's creating content whether it's on youtube as a youtube channel if you're on a uh, podcast if you're doing facebook if you're creating content any such way shape or form unless it was an accident and you recorded it if you took time to put into it it's it's something that you're taking time to do and if you enjoy someone you should support them to a degree i mean obviously Mm -hmm. it's not 99 cents for life i mean they could opt out
1: at any time right you can opt out you can also do it for one year which is eleven dollars um but you don't have again I appreciate there's so many there's people that are subscribing. I love it all but if you if you're new to Flat Earth and you're just investigating it, just get the app don't subscribe and then after you know if you're using it every single day month after month after month uh, that it'll remind you, hey, maybe you want to donate you don't have to okay and that's it there's no ads there's no nothing there's no nonsense um it it's it's and it's super informative it also has um I told you it's got the video archive. It also gives you access to dark Sky. So if you click the weather at the top, it brings you to the dark sky. I believe you have to pay $3 a month to have dark sky on your phone Well, you get it free with the app. Really? Okay. Yeah. So it comes with the app.
0: Okay. And by the way,
1: I get to pay for that. I don't get that. It doesn't cost me $3 a month, but every time you go into it, it it charges me like 0. 0001 yeah, cents Yeah, no, no whatever. big
0: deal. But you're giving it you're giving it as
1: as a as a bonus. It's part, and that's it's all part of the app. So so again, you know, there's people that will pay three dollars a month for Dark Sky. Well, you get it with this, and then this this will change your life. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it will change your life. Listen, I, nobody wakes up and says, "I want to be a flat earther," because it comes with a lot of ridicule. At least five years it did. Five years ago it did. Now it's a uh, it's much more palatable it's like look at you you and I are having a productive conversation because flat it, it, it that didn't happen five years ago but well you know but, I think that I think it's different though I think today's today's
0: society and I'm not going to talk generations I'm just saying society I mean there's been so much new in the world where everything's changing so fast including our history that you know I, I don't story. think that it leaves I don't think it leaves no available people who are closed-minded to any degree because that just shuts them off from all information i think society today with all the multimedia that's out there and people hitting them with this that and the other idea um i think it makes them more susceptible to hey let's let's have that conversation and i'll worry about if you're crazy later i mean seriously i mean some people will last an hour like me some people will last five minutes but at the end of so- the
1: day you took the chance Right? right. I want to I wanna just finish with, um, why does it matter? I still have to go to work. What difference does the shape of the earth make? You know, That's what people throw up their hands when every single excuse that they have that they think they live on a globe, um, you know, why, why, what, what difference does it make? It makes all the difference. I kind of said it before, but I'm going to reiterate it. If you think you're on a spinning speck lost in space, you have lost touch with reality. But if you have your feet solidly planted on the firm ground that we're on, you take back your power. You are the center of creation. Who created us? Yeah, but us? we still have to. We still have to operate in this society. And if you stop, uh, if you stop
0: putting no. people on that path to whatever truth that they find, right, then you're you're opening up a
1: can of worms because they're going to look at life differently, right? I mean, they have to. No, no but it's okay because here's the thing: these energy-sucking monsters that are running this world are literally spiritually taking our energy away. But when you realize they can't take it away unless you give it, that makes all the difference in the world. What difference does it make? I'm one person. I can't make a difference? That's the psyop. Your thoughts create your reality.
0: Well, no. In a flat-earth theory, one person makes a big deal because, unfortunately, the world's not round. By what you're saying, the world's not round. We're not made up of these multi different societies were actually stuck in this one situation together. I mean, it would actually be more very uniting, than, than a diverse platform.
1: And they don't want that. They It's divide and separate. It divides us by countries. They divide us by races. They divide us by sports teams. They divide, 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 divide. Um, and they, they keep us separate. They, do, yeah, but they I think don't that's want more, us. I think
0: that's more people trying, trying, uh, trying to fulfill a need to be different. Right. I mean, Um, mean, let's face it. Let's look at it this way. I mean, let's look at it this way. People have a need to categorize themselves. And what I mean by that is simply this. I'm married to a first-generation immigrant green card holder from Mexico, right? We have kids tomorrow, and then all of a sudden they're Mexican-American. They've never been born in Mexico, but they're Mexican-American. I don't get that. It's, it's not, I mean, my Nonsense. wife, if she's naturalized, Nonsense. becomes Mexican-American, and I get that from a census point of view, but why the hell does it matter? Why do you need to label right, It doesn't matter.
1: Right, why label
0: it? So in a flat it's earth separating. theory, we're actually all one society stuck right. in this big pond together.
1: Right, and for those of you that believe in aliens... Oh, um,
0: that's a whole other
1: show. <laughs> so I'll leave it with, with this. Extraterrestrial... Terra is territory, extra land. There's extra land out there. There's uncharted parts of our oceans that we don't that we don't know about. And there's also, I believe, other lands beyond the well, shoreline of Antarctica.
0: If you're going by your flat Earth theory and you're proving that Antarctica is <coughs> the, the wall that keeps us all in place, has it really not all been explored?
1: No, it could go on for it could be an endless plane. There could be other suns out no, there. No, you're saying eventually you have to hit the wall. What, what if there, what if the, I don't know if the dome terminates, maybe the dome terminates 150,000 miles away and out there are other puddles with other suns and other domes. I don't know. Again, there's so many theories out there. We can get into the next show. No, if, listen, other we're
0: going to definitely do yeah. one more show because you have me <laughs> uh with questions. Yes. Okay, because we really didn't really Good. get into like what's the makeup because you touched on it with the drilling and you know eight miles down, but no I mean there's other questions I had Think I about Eminem's
1: movie, Eight Mile. What's yeah, that about? Yeah, right,
0: right, yeah, yeah. As far as you went there, brother, we only going down so far. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna continue with this, but then we're gonna what we'll do is we'll create a show that leapfrogs into a, 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 not another topic, but another segment that leads into another topic because I think we need to get a few more questions out of the way. I will write some okay. down. I will I will try to really make this work. Um All right, Don. and then we can we can have some fun with it as well as educate people. Um, I have a lot of questions. So,
1: And if your listeners are – I don't know if you communicate with your listeners, but compile their questions too. Hit me with your hardest questions.
0: Well, you know, as I told you before, um, I'm pretty new. I- I'll be honest. As far as YouTube goes and, and only on YouTube, I-, I roughly go fluctuate above and, and below 100 subscribers. I have probably that's about fine. four or 500
1: downloads there on other platforms. I'm bigger. So, um, so that's fine. It doesn't matter. You, you will have a couple people that will be highly offended by this conversation, that will throw the questions at you. By the way, we, when you have the app, you can download, you can just go to the question, it'll be in there on the FAQs, and you'll be able to answer it without me. Well, you
0: know, you know the funny thing here is I don't really care about people getting offended. I'm very open-minded about a lot of things. And when people <laughs> want to take pop shots at me, I, I laugh because there's two emails for me. There's the one where you want to be nice and if you're in business, you, you, you email me at info at But if you want to take pop shots at me and you or you want to say good things, my email is cracker at dongringo.com. So if people want to turn around and insult me, I'm, I'm already doing it. You, you, there's nothing nice. you could say worse. I'm, I'm calling myself a cracker. I'm calling myself Don Gringo, and I'm married to a Mexican. So what more do you want? <laughs> nice right so i can take it so you if they want to dish it i can take it and being a moon, I can take it <laughs> so All right we'll Don. end it here dave I'll, I'll stick around for a couple minutes but i will end it here um i'll get some more information from you to make sure everything is in the description below and right. i highly encourage anyone who's lasted this long and i will make sure i reiterate it in the in, in the uh, intro that uh, please make comments if you agree, disagree, so we can actually have an open dialogue and a conversation on it.
1: Right. And uh, and I guarantee everybody that if you get the app and you hit the question mark, you'll be there for a couple days and uh, you will come out the other side on the other side of the fence, on the other side of the flat <laughs> earth fence. <laughs> All right, Dave, stick around. Thanks, everybody. All right.